0: community feel that comes from it because they will start to lean on each other because one person will have a success story and all of a sudden the conversation opens up and generally when like-minded people come in a room it's like a warm hug people hug and bring it around and all of a sudden the person that's just entered the room who's at that first point is now all of a sudden part of that journey already and feels probably a little bit more caught in the moment rather than just like standing on the outside when everyone else already achieved something
1: Hey, hey, welcome to the Bodies Built Better podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Tan, and I'm so grateful that you're with me today. This show is about human performance. Now, performance means different things to different people. So it's really important to me that we share all the themes and topics that are science-backed but also the stuff that's yet to be proven or there's not so much science around it in the first place. I believe if we can look at all of the things, then we can make better decisions for ourselves or what is best for us, maybe different things we can try and explore what we can do to get the best out of ourselves. So... I go on a journey and chat with incredible people from athletes to coaches to scientists to authors, so many more on the best tips, tools, and strategies to help you get the best from yourself and discover your extraordinary potential. And on this week's episode, I was stoked to get to chat with someone who I have heard a lot about and her name kept coming up, coming up on all the extraordinary things that she's doing, and most importantly, the incredible environment that she's created that people get to go to, work out, feel good, and be embraced by an incredible culture that she has created. Her name is Sandy Rao of Rao Form Pilates. This was such a fun conversation. If you're watching this on YouTube, You'll see, I I mean, I felt like this was the first time we met and I honestly feel like we've known each other for so long because everything felt comfortable. We're on the same page and I was really able to connect with her and her values and philosophies because they're really close to mine, which was really cool because it's so wonderful to see awesome people doing awesome things um, where they have everyone else's best interest right up at the the top of the priority list. So it was really awesome to chat with Sandy. We do talk about um, her philosophy and her values and why that's played such an important role in creating, but also building her business of of very um, trusted and loyal fans and clients. We also talk about why her studio is a little bit different to the traditional Pilates studios out there. We also cover the mindset, what's important and particularly what you might not be thinking about and how we can change or reframe thoughts around fitness, but also what's happening externally in our lives and how fitness and training can Play a really important role in our mental well-being as well. This was a super fun conversation. I know you'll enjoy it. This is Sandy Rao. Sandy, Mm -hmm. thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Welcome to this (laughs) your beautiful little studio. studio. I
0: love
1: it. I heard about you. Mm -hmm. I heard about famous Sandy. Famous? Oh gosh. Okay. (laughs) Actually. Probably mm, maybe 24 months ago now 24 months ago. 24 months maybe maybe less mm, I'm not okay. really good with time let's be honest and then from then on it's it's kind of like I kept hearing about your name kept popping up your work kept popping up mm. um, through clients and so I'm just like, who is this Sandy and what <laughs> is she doing? <laughs>
0: i love her. she's famous I who are these people that are talking about me yeah
1: so i i really admire people who are doing really awesome work and who are out there helping others get the best of themselves and that sounds exactly what you're doing so here we are sandy mm-hmm to let everyone know kind of a bit of background on you yes, and why you're so awesome. Well,
0: I'm glad (laughs) people think I'm awesome. (laughs) Can
1: you tell us a little bit about you and and your journey into, to fitness?
0: It's very interesting that you say that I actually, I didn't start out in fitness. I Mm. started out in, well, I went to, I grew up in Berlin, Germany, and I didn't want to go to university there. So hence I came over and did a backpacking year with my sister. And that sort of led into kind of traveling uh, cruising around the world not doing really anything professionally but then when i came back i went back to germany for six months and then i sort of went oh no i rather like australia so we went back to australia decided to study here but i went into science Mm. and was going to do marine biology or some kind of biology or some kind of science nothing to do with fitness at all but Behind the scenes, I've always been active. We, I did ballet for 15 years. Oh, I wow. did jazz, tap, hip-hop. I danced, but and I did a bit of running. And then, uh, yeah, and then I sort of, university wasn't for me, funny enough. I My sister stuck at it, and she works for UniSA. Shout out to her. Um, so she was a smart one of the family. So I kind of gave up my study pretty early on and sort of i sort of did and then i went into retail hospitality did fashion i studied fashion design and worked as a fashion designer for a bit. wow i was totally different i know and then that wasn't my true passion either i sort of it didn't really it didn't really take off either and then i sort of i don't even remember how exactly if i bumped into someone who did fitness but then i thought not all this exercise that i do outside of my work life i sort of just wanted to then figure out whether or not i could turn fitness into something and then i became a pt and from pt i met someone who you know how as a personal trainer you have to do a bit of a a practical stint or like a placement sort of type Mm -hmm. scenario and i met this woman who was she had the most craziest energy i've ever come across she it's almost like she was shining through just by talking, like she was just oh, smiling and like warm that. and yeah. Mm. And I got she kind of captured me in a way that she spoke to me. And then she sort of said, Oh, you should really come and do your placement with me. And I said, You know what? Actually that's a great idea. And she was all about women and helping women overcome body images. And after having kids, so it was a boot camp which was designed for mums mm-hmm. who have no time it was an hour of a boot camp session outdoor fitness there was a creche attached so you could drop your child and the trainer would train the mums on the oval or whatever location that was and i went to see her and i experienced it and then i decided to open a franchise
1: oh wow yeah
0: i know i yeah got into her franchise and did it for four years at, at broadview oval and that sort of I kicked my my fitness career off pretty much, I think. How so? I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it because I got firsthand to help women figure out how to go back to themselves, as in find themselves again. Because oh, nice. I think the number one thing is they, mothers especially prioritize everybody else. And then especially new mums, it's overwhelming, it's scary um they lose who they were potentially or they feel like they lost who they were mm. so it's very nice to be able to give them that opportunity for even an hour to sort of i guess re-energize refocus and then be present for their babies and their husbands and mm-hmm. anyone else around them
1: what was that journey like in terms of working with mums um and you witnessing that sort of transformation?
0: Absolutely. I got to say, um, having also my sister join my boot camp as well, watching her do it firsthand, being a first mum, it's actually really heartwarming to see someone go from not believing, believing in themselves or seeing themselves worthy enough to do mm-hmm. something. Because as you know, bodies change and the discomfort or they feel uncomfortable in their own skin. And it's really nice to empower someone to be able to go, you know what? Who cares? Just let's start one step at a time, mm. get you where you feel good about, not just physically but mentally better about yourself and then you function better in everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the probably the best thing that I've always well, very it's touching and it's kind of motivates you to do more of it. Yeah. You want to get more people to do what you, what others have achieved Mm -hmm. more and more. And what I love even more is the community feel that comes from it because they will start to lean on each other because one person will have a success story and all of a sudden the conversation opens up. Yeah. And generally when like-minded people come in a room, it's like a warm hug, people hug and bring it around and all of a sudden the person that's just entered the room who's at that first point is now all of a sudden part of that journey already and feels probably a little bit more caught in the moment yeah. rather than yeah. just like standing on the outside when everyone else already yeah. achieved something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so lovely and, um, yeah, it's so important to have that community feel and feel like, you know, going into a place for the first time and really being embraced and seeing the outcomes that everyone else is getting and knowing that, um, you know, once upon a time they stood where they are in that moment. Mm, 100%. Mm. So what was the journey from there? Because I know that's not where you've stayed. You've got your yeah. own business, mm-hmm. very successful, but still very new. Yeah, Tell us about that
0: journey into
1: into a yeah. Uh
0: look the franchise the bootcamp franchise sadly as most franchises if you're the support wasn't there in the end so I got bigger and bigger but financially I couldn't sustain I it cost me more money to keep it running so I had to let it go
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but parallel I kept the clientele so I kept the bootcamp going without the franchise attached um, but then I needed a job elsewhere I couldn't live off the bootcamp that I had run. So I then ended up at a studio. I started to look into different qualifications. So I did bootcamp PT and then I sort of dived into the reformer Pilates and Matt Pilates world. And that's how I got a job at a studio in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then did a reformer Pilates for in the next, I slogged away there and sort of became a manager, semi manager slash in charge of some of the studios there. And then, yeah. It's sort of, I went from studio to studio, helped some other places open up their businesses. And then I just sort of all this time working for other people is lovely, but there is always that sort of a feeling of it's not me. It's not my dream. I can, I, I can see how you do things, but I want to do more. I want to do better. I want to do different. I love who I work with and I love what I learn from them because I experience being around other trainers and being around other people is one of the greatest gifts and greatest experience that you can take. Mm. Hence. And then, yeah, this studio actually fell into my lap. It wasn't actually planned at all. I wasn't actually ready. Funny. Yeah. I was not ready. It, it all happened over a phone call. And I've, I've sort of just opened up my mouth and said, sure, why not? This person was actually looking, they were looking for somebody like, A business like a fitness personality Um, and I said oh but I'm not I'm not a franchise I'm not anything that you think of and he he sort of just said to me oh well well are you a sole trader would you do it as a sole operator I said and I didn't even think I just answered I said yes and he goes oh well do you want to come and look at the space and I went yes (laughs) yeah this is pretty much I, I. I was my, I spoke before I thought, and I was pretty much overwhelmed by the idea. And I just went to see this person and looked at the space. And this guy was so excited. So, my land, my current landlord, he was super excited. He's like, wow you sound like you have a vision because I walked around the room. And if you see the studio, if you saw pictures from now and how it was, it's a total transformation. So I walked into a room, so old office space. So it's very much brick walls everywhere. You couldn't see a fitness space in it. But as we're talking, I kept saying to him, if we take these walls out, if we do this, if we, that's how I see it and he he was like okay fine and next probably within a week and I haven't mind you nothing was signed nothing was nothing within a week he called me and said oh Sandy you have to come back I've knocked the walls down <gasps> oh, <laughs> yeah I actually had I had not signed anything I had not committed but he's gone ahead and so obviously must have saw the vision and has yeah. gone ahead and I mean, at the same time, I think he secretly sort of went, oh, well, if I knock the walls down, whoever comes along, it will be a bigger space to show off to. Mm. And someone else would have potentially looked at it and gone, oh yeah, that's a great space. And from there, then then the next phone call was how, what flooring would you like? What wall? It was all very bizarre. It was a real bizarre feeling to be having not assigned anything, but actually building a space. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was incredible. It's actually like, I would love to show you some pictures. Was absolutely incredible
1: that's so awesome to have someone
0: who mm-hmm. in like really trusts your vision and be like let's do it i absolutely loved his confidence in and he's a landlord for crap like i yeah like he was a someone he I'm just a stranger really and he had i mean all the talk when i took put the floor plans down it was for him to be like okay i can see it I mean, plus we have a beautiful, his son owns a coffee shop downstairs, so his vision was probably, okay. oh, coffee shop fitness yeah. works really well. Makes it's a sense. little community feel where if people exercise, they go have a cup of coffee. I mm. can help their business, they help exactly. my business. So I was very much open to the idea of reconnecting yeah. or connecting those two together because most people do have coffee and exercise together.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. yep,
0: or maybe coffee. not coffee, but maybe something. Mm. So- <laughs>
1: that's so awesome so then how long when did you eventually (laughs) sign a contract and how long did that take to then um yeah from that moment to opening the studio
0: well reform had an interesting start i always refer to reform like i feel like it's like a little baby that needed to learn how to crawl and then walk. And now it's that I think it's run walking and it's not running quite yet, but it's kind of, I feel like it's a real big baby. Um, we had an interesting start. So finally then from there, we, the floor plans and we started to paint, to build and so forth. But then the kicker is when you open a business like that council gets involved oh. and because it was a change of use. So council my landlord mm. said, Oh, look, keep building we'd put the forms in with the council and that was a risky choice because if council or council would have vetoed it it wouldn't have gone ahead yeah so we kept building and i kept going oh my god is this a great idea because money wise we invested a lot um we had equipment and he kept saying to me, "Oh, just make sure you keep it on a download don't have people come up yet because if council sees the signs up or we can't put signage out yet it was very like we had there was a phase for a while where we had to keep it a little bit quiet in the sense that council we had we had to wait for council approval Mm. and then turned out we thought it was going to go smooth but then council came back and said oh this property is actually zoned half commercial half um public or half it's like a i forgot the name of it it's it's a particular word half residential half commercial what that means is you have to um go out for a public vote you have to put a sign up and allow the yeah allow the public to vote whether or not you can have a business or not whoa yeah so you had i had to put a sign out for it had to be up there for seven days for people to walk past scan the qr code and have their say whether or not they're happy for me to yeah uh, do people actually do that sadly Yes, we have. Sadly, we had people veto me. <gasps> yeah, which were business people, funny enough, because if you're, people, okay. there's a car park there. There's been car park issues for 30 odd years, and the businesses are in and around it. They all share the same car park. <clears throat> so, part of it was every time someone new comes, so a new business opens up in the area, car parking is a bigger issue. Someone will complain about it. And it will go to this apparently the cafe had the same ordeal when they opened up. So I was, I was semi prepared for it that we're going to have, I didn't think anyone would go through the length of vetoing it, but the businesses that sort of sit a little bit further away from us sort of had a bit of a complaint. Consequently, when one person it t- only takes one person to complain for you to have to go in front of a panel meeting. Whoa. Yeah. So I had to go in front of a panel meeting, um, which all of this stopped trade. So I, by that stage, I had, the lease was signed. By that stage, the studio was pretty much good to go. Um, I started doing one-on-ones and two-on-ones because I was like, I got to pay my rent. If Otherwise, if I yeah. don't do anything and while I'm waiting. Um, and then the panelist came and that was the biggest joke of we ever. So Landlord was kind enough. He came with me. We, Because what it is, you sit in front of, 11, I think it's about 11 people and you have to they hear your case and anyone that's vetoed is supposed to show up and claim their case as well. Now, sadly, well, lucky now, the people that vetoed didn't even show up. So we sat there for half an hour. For the council people just shake the head and go we don't know why we're here
1: yeah and mm. so
0: it was like literally half an hour they read all the complaints because i had to tick the box and then they all went well we approve good luck best of luck sandy wow and that was it that was it i don't know so which delayed my opening probably by three months wow gosh mm.
1: that's a long time it's when a you're long having time. to pay
0: for rent it was a long time. I mean, the landlord came to the party, so it was okay. Yeah. But it was a good. long time to be dragged through something. So I I applaud any business owner. Anyone that tries and deals with council, good luck to you. Mm. Mm. But look, we're here. Exactly. Right? Here. We we had we wound off of the bang, so literally a month later, we had a big opening, um, a big party, a big opening party, and then yeah, haven't looked back.
1: Like I said at the beginning, I've got a lot of people who have who see you, who go to raw form. Um, So I'd really, and they they just rave about you. And these are people who have gone to other Pilates studios, who do other forms of fitness as well, and just love what you do. So which is very (laughs) lovely. Let's um.
0: Pay them to say things. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know who I'm talking about. I
1: don't. I don't. Um what, what is your philosophy around training and around fitness and how have you bought that? Cause obviously that comes through mm-hmm. the work that you do. So
0: I, my philosophy is I, what I like to do or how I like to approach is I want to get to know the person that walks in the door, nothing to do. I don't actually ask them questions about fitness. I actually just want to know who they are, why they've come. And from that foundation, from understanding why and who they are, that builds the fitness platform to me because most people don't necessarily come because they want to lose weight or they want to be stronger or they want to be able to do push-ups on their toes they actually come some people just come to escape their day-to-day life you know they wanted 45 minutes of just peace and quiet or they want 45 minutes to switch off and not think about family drama or what they have to do for the rest of the day so i my philosophy is really actually i want to get to know the person that's behind Mm. and help them overcome not just fitness problem not fitness struggles necessarily but just life i think fitness is very much life or fitness is very much what we go through i think Mm -hmm. you can compare what we go through in life as well as in fitness Mm -hmm. i think i think it's got they're very much one in one Yeah. Because how we approach fitness, a lot of us approach how, that's how we approach life. Yeah. right. When it comes to motivation, when it comes to doing things or time, effort, thought process, how you talk to yourself. The one thing I do with clients as well, I have a real thing about how do you communicate to yourself? You would never say, the bad things you talk to yourself about you would never say to your best friend if your best friend yeah. said something bad about herself or himself you would never speak to them how you would speak to yourself mm-hmm. and that's a big thing because talking to yourself in an ugly way or in a negative way has such a big effect on everything else absolutely
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the- I love this quote and I found it on your Instagram, so I don't know if it's from someone or it's something that you've said. Uh, The discipline required to work out on a regular basis is like life itself. You have to show up for it
0: to work. No, that's me. That's all you. (laughs) (laughs) That was all me, yes. And that's how I, and that's, well, that's pretty much exactly what what I live by, I guess, or what I'm trying to teach people is it is showing up. For yourself. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. I always say to people, I being the trainer, I don't really, I feel like I give people the tool, I give them the space and the tools, but what yeah. they do with it is literally individualized. So, how much effort you put into something is entirely you. It's yeah, it's on you. You know, me saying, hey, pick up that particular equipment and do X, Y, Z, how you do it and how much effort you put in it, that is entirely your choice. Yeah. Right?
1: And I love that because you're then giving them back the power for themselves and that responsibility, which is an interesting thing and probably a topic for another time. (laughs) But like having the responsibility and taking that accountability for yourself and how you show up Mm -hmm. and who you are when you show up, how much effort you put in, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it is
0: all on the person in that moment. Correct. And I think one thing not to forget, we all have bad days. Totally. So I think just sometimes just showing up is good enough. Yeah. You know, sometimes literally just rolling out of bed. I've had people, there's some funny stories. I have people show up in their slippers and their ug <laughs> boots. And I jokingly always say to people, just show up in your pajamas. If your alarm goes yeah. off, you roll out of bed and that's what you wear and you can't be bothered changing, walk in, I don't care. I don't care that you yeah. don't have active wear on. If pajamas is what you come from, come on down. Yeah, yeah. We had people with their tops inside out, their pants <laughs> inside out because they got dressed. i do that up. on a normal day. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's it's not it's not a fashion parade when you go to when you go to exercise. As long as you show up, sometimes yes. that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of bed. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I love it. How many times do you turn your alarm off? I'm No, thank you. Another five
1: minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Works. <laughs> I know, because then there's another five minutes.
0: Another five minutes. Five minutes is never a good time. (laughs) About
1: 40 minutes later of five-minute alarms. (laughs) Probably get up now.
0: you never leave the house.
1: I want to know a little bit more. We're going to get into, you know, the way you train and the environment that you provide for your clients a little bit deeper. But before we do, um, I'd really love to know your like so you've been through pilates Mm -hmm. and i know you've done all sorts of different trainings as Mm -hmm. well boxing and weight training Mm -hmm. like how have you and when did you how when all of the things did you decide that you wanted to provide a space where it was pilates Mm -hmm. but it incorporated kind Mm -hmm. of bits and pieces of of what you know, like how did that happen for you and and, and
0: why? Probably the main thing is because how I, fitness to me is not one thing. So I guess it's for me, fitness is not just Pilates, it's not just weight training, it's not just running, it's not just cardio. So I wanted to figure out how to provide the space and opportunity for people to experience all of it and give them their bodies a bit more of a balanced fitness approach because I think people get so caught up in certain fads you know like reformer pilates is quite popular at the moment and everyone thinks that's the only solution to fitness also I think the body needs different elements of fitness to function better Mm. and I think people get caught into a bit of a trap and think I mean sadly there's a bit of stigma behind your strength training and your cardio workouts as well people are afraid and scared a lot of, I had a lot of feedback, people going, I don't like gym and Ryan. I don't feel, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. No one's watching mm-hmm. me. So all of that combined, that was one of the biggest feedbacks. I could, all, all the years I've trained, people have always said, I don't like cardio because I don't like running. I don't like weight training because I hurt myself mm-hmm. or no one's paying close attention to me. So I wanted to make, I wanted to give people opportunity to relearn and we fall in love with weight training and cardio I and love the that. way i tried is to build the business so we have 20 minutes of cardio 20 minutes of strength training so anyone that's sort of hesitant has opportunity to do a little bit rather than mm. a full 45. so the concept behind the fusion class is pretty much that 20 minutes of cardio or 20 minutes of strength training and then we head over to the reformer side and you get to stretch out and hone on to particular body parts. But generally it's more like people are almost relief when they get out of the gym area and land on the reformer thinking that is the easy part. Where reformer, anyone that's done reformer pilates is an easy part, Mm -hmm. yeah. But that was pretty much the reason why I wanted the business to have all facets of fitness in one, to give people relearn, reconnect with their bodies and that they should not be afraid of picking up dumbbells or, you know, or doing a bit of boxing because right? my customer is pretty much we're going from 16 to 82 or 83 years yeah, old wow. so if an 83 year old or 82 year old can pick up some dumbbells i'm pretty sure we're, we're on to something yeah right
1: absolutely right? i love that mm. and i love how yeah everyone's getting that that part of fitness that they may not like or they have an idea about mm. or a story about themselves about that thing mm. Um and, yeah, letting them discover again how incredible their body is and yeah. what they can
0: do. Yeah, 100%. And that was uh, the idea behind it for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tell me more about what you offer because it sounds different to what is out there.
0: Yeah, so we I guess the space was created so we have a reformist space. So there's a part of the, the studio is kind of set up in two parts. So the first area is a, a bit of a gym setup. So we do have dumbbells, uh, some kettlebells, some skiers and rowers and some boxing bags, um, which is sort of part of the studio. And then we sort of have a bit of an administration area and then it goes into the reformer space. So I have kept them apart from each other. Um, just so we have, because we do offer separate, we do have just strength and cardio circuits, which are just in the gym area. And then the other is just reformer as well and then there is that combination class so we have all three so there is yeah so there's opportunity for people who just want to do cardio or strength or just want to do reforma or anyone who wants to start to transition into one or the other they have the opportunity Mm. as well so it's pretty much all three aspects are there for someone to pick up and grab
1: yeah how have you fostered this really inclusive
0: community i think like-minded people attract each other so i think i've seen incredible people walk through the door and they actually inspired me like i I feel overwhelmed with their warmth their openness they they trust like the fact that people trust Mm. i still pinch myself i still haven't had an opportunity to actually sit there and look at this sometimes i look at the sign go oh my god that's my business it's not (laughs) actually someone else's business that i work for but people have embraced each other as well as the studio. And I, I, I still, I, to be honest, I don't, I can't (laughs) actually, it's actually overwhelmed me how the community, how people have leaned on each other, but how strong it is and how they now go for coffee, they catch up outside of the studio. Yeah but actually they become good friends. And that's what I love about it. It's become more than the studio. The studio is like, uh, well, I always wanted to, I always wanted to, no matter what I was going to do, I always wanted to create a space where people feel at home, Mm. um, and be at the home away from home. Meaning as in, if they're having a shitty day, if they want to feel like crying, I want them to feel comfortable enough to do that. I want them to walk into the space and straight away feel like, they're not on display or they don't have to be awkward or they don't have to be, I don't know, uncomfortable with anything. And I think the clientele that has come through have also helped that feeling because they have, anytime we have new people come through, the current clientele makes them super welcome. There's not one person that I've ever had feel any less or feel awkward or not welcomed in the space. So I think it's big credit to them that what I, I, I wouldn't have it. I don't think I wouldn't have that Mm. feeling that you're describing or you asked me about without them, because really the studio is just a shell with me in it is nothing, With those people in it, that's where the community and that actual feeling of belonging and having another place that you escape to is that's how that, that I think that's how that festered.
1: Yeah. Mm. But I know you just said you in it is nothing but you in it you're the magnet you kind of you to brought mm. the, the right people in right and you attract like you you even said that you know you attract the people that you want to be around and yes. Um, mm. yes well done thank you created something really special tell me about um you know is there a a client success story that stands out to you i mean it sounds like you've just got a whole lot of people who are so incredible. And I think that's um, I can certainly relate to that in the sense of, you know, through my years of working with so many clients and, you know, relative to what they're doing in that moment, they're all incredible mm. in, in what they're doing and what they're achieving and, um, you know, the and time, energy, that it requires of them to, to put into what it is they're trying to achieve. Is there anything that stands out for you in terms of um,
0: okay. outcomes for clients or transformations? Oh yeah, for me, I think, yes. And you're probably hundred percent right. There's a lot of them, like a lot of incredible stories and a lot of individual inspirational stuff mm. that I've seen. And I've, and i have still probably see a lot of them. I mean, uh, there's an individualised, there's a few people obviously that come to mind that uh, it's an incredible achievement in regards to over a short period of time because the studio's only been open for 12 months, 12 months, maybe a bit longer than that. Mm. So people have achieved, we're talking over 100, 200 classes in a year, which is insane. Like they pretty much live with me. They're almost like (laughs) 15. But the transformation, not just physical, but things that they haven't. I've had a lady... She had some hip issues and some glute issues, and now she can do things that she didn't, she wasn't able to do. Mm. Um, little things like that, doing being able to for someone to be able to do push-ups, you know, they weren't able to do them now they can. Um, someone had a massive weight loss transformation, over twenty kilos in a short period of time. There's so many stories, and I don't even know where which one stands out because I think individually they're all they're unique and they're special because of even if it's a tiny one but it took that person so much hard work and so much effort to actually get to that tiny change mm. that to me yes big weight loss is always you know everyone talks about them mm. but i feel like the tiny changes are sometimes even more profound or they make someone totally change their yeah. life yeah
1: yeah and i think that's a really important point to make and um and i know you don't mean tiny as in um, insignificant. Mm, no, like yeah. it's those, then like a small goal. It's, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so important to say because it's those smaller ones mm. along the way that compound and really build. Mm. And when you can get all those, you know, mini goals in between, and um, you know, see those outcomes and results, mm. it just it creates. I I guess this um, snowball effect of, you know, that motivation and that momentum of, you know, what's next and what else Mm. can you achieve and um, it just shows you that there's so much more that that can be achieved and, you know, obviously dependent on what you're setting out to achieve. Like it could just be that, you know, showing up every day is... It could be the goal, the goal. Yeah. 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 And I know for me, that's certainly, yeah. A lot of the times, <laughs> just get out of bed and show up, Jackie. <laughs> just show up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, a 100%, win. Hundred
0: percent. Hundred percent. I think that sometimes uh, underestimated how that is a goal in itself. Mm. Mm. Huge. What's What's a proud moment for you? Proud moment in my fitness? Yeah. Well, yeah. fitness in just this in entire my... journey, probably just being having the guts and the confidence to actually open the studio. I, I still, I don't, I may not come. I don't know. People think I'm, I don't know if people think I'm a very confident person but I don't actually believe in myself as much as I, as people probably would like me to, I probably believe in other people more. And I think it's really hard sometimes to be that person to be like, I'm super proud of this because it's actually, it's almost like I, I, yeah i don't i'm not that i don't take credit for these things a lot so i'd rather i'm sort of i'm sort of more i'm not i don't that proud moment for me is actually having done it because i probably didn't think i would or I probably didn't think i would ever have that business or have the doors opened that's probably it yeah uh, is this the first time you're acknowledging this yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) yeah really it's pretty much yes i I haven't, I haven't actually had a moment outside the studio to sit and have that conversation with someone. Really. Well, let's have the conversation, Something, shall yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot like that. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Why,
1: why don't you spend the time to look back and reflect on
0: everything that you've achieved? Because I probably would get too emotional, to be honest. I think. What's I, wrong with that? Uh, I don't know. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Probably vulnerability. I guess being, being a being. Are sharing the emotions that stand behind it. Probably, see, I'm doing it now, and I can't hold it back. Yeah, that's okay, though. No, I mean, I, I let's not I cry know, here. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not here to cry. You're like, no, she's why she come here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. totally the same. Yeah, and I think, not I think I know it's so important that we acknowledge everything that we've achieved, and also all the hardships that we've endured Mm. to get to where we are because you know it takes a really strong and brave courageous person to go through all of the crap because business isn't easy no um and then to come through the other side and have a business that people call home that you know they spend probably just as much time there as they do at their work and as they do at home. I mean, that's a really special thing that you've built,
0: and you should be celebrating that. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I, I celebrate them. I think, and I think that's part of it too. And you're right. I should, I should be celebrating with them, not just them. And you're
1: worthy of celebrating. You. It's very nice, Jackie.
0: It's truth. It's truth. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> have you had your proud moment yet? <laughs> are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. How about we fire the question <laughs> back at you? <laughs> yeah, you're on my podcast. <laughs> you're like, Get I'm your not, own. I, I love it. You're like, I'm not answering that. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew you are going to dodge that question.
1: <laughs> um, Okay, so then that's it's, I mean, it's really, it's interesting, thrown you though. now, hasn't
0: it? Because you're, well, you're feeling t- the same way. About <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> well, mm. I mean, coming back to that self belief mm. and that self worth mm. and being worthy of celebrating those beliefs um, or wins. Mm. Um, how, I know you said you celebrate everyone else. Mm. So then tell me about how you. I guess again, come back to that fostering you've fostered that community and that sense of um embracing everyone. What about like the mental side of things mm. and and the um that self belief in in oneself mm. Um, where does that I guess that mental side that mindset come into it is that something that you've brought into the studio to help people kind of forget about you know the all the external pressures all of the things that are Mm. happening outside of themselves and really connect with what's happening on the inside
0: yes definitely we do spend a bit of time Um, not, we don't like, we've just recently added a class actually that will focus a bit more on that, but in each class we sort of have, we sort of allow time to stretch and sort of have five, 10 minutes either before or after to do exactly that, to just be still, or like to just allow people to just sort of zone out, relax, forget about any stresses they may have had in the day or the week, um, and allow them to just, um be present without, you know, letting go of pretty much just letting go of the stress and be okay with, um, I guess having done enough for the day and that's it. Mm. You know, how sometimes you can feel overwhelmed by you you need to do this I need to do that. Maybe today is enough. You know, you've Mm. done enough for today. Tomorrow is another day. So I guess make, allowing people to we had one we had a actually funny that you say that because we had a um chat the other day we had two i had two clients come in in the afternoon and we just spent half an hour talking about one particular lady's external problems because mm-hmm. she'd been bullied at work or she had a really ugly situation at work where someone made her feel very um less worth of what who she is and it was very uncomfortable for her and she it, she took it too hard mm-hmm. and it took us to kind of sort of convince her that, that everyone is worth it and that she needs to stand up for herself in that situation and be strong like be strong and be assertive that, that no this is not okay but it's really hard to do when you get into that position totally. because a lot of people when you are being bullied or when you're being caught out the first instinct is always to either retract mm-hmm. and pull away from it and mm-hmm. deal with it later or get def- like try and defend react, yourself yeah. and react and get really defensive and emotional about it. When it's really hard, none of us really know how to sometimes step back, take mm. a moment, breathe, think about it and then respond. So we sort of said to her and she was very angry. like she said to her, she said to us, Oh, I feel very angry. And I said, Oh, why are you angry? And mm. she's probably more angry because she didn't have the opportunity to respond to how she wanted to respond. Yeah. And then, it came into the physical side. I said hey, look, if you don't get the opportunity to respond two things, you can look at it, you can let it go, or you can step over here, punch the boxing bag and exert the energy that you didn't get out in a physical way. Because funny thing about exercise, when you don't find the words, you could find the punches, right? Mm. You can find the movement that allows your body to let go of anger, frustration, depression, whatever it may be how endorphins is not this word endorphin and dopamine has not been thrown around for no reason mm. right they do exist and they do come from moving the body and making you feel better so when people when you know i'm sure as a trainer you know for sure that when you tell your client i'm you'll, you'll feel better after you've done it and most clients okay no yeah it doesn't is not true but actually in matter of fact it is mm. and it does make people feel like they can take it back on so once they've done the exercise they actually feel better
1: mm. Absolutely. And it does
0: tie in with the mental health part. Yeah. Because we don't, a lot of times we don't have the opportunity to let it out. Yeah. Not everyone wants to hear your, like, not everyone wants to hear the problem, right? So a lot of times we spend in our heads thinking about the problem, right? Absolutely. And it's fair. I mean, it's really fair enough. I mean, how many times you walk along to someone and just share it, you wouldn't. Mm. You wouldn't necessarily. And this is another thing I think what this business has created is that it allowed people to, open up to a stranger and i love that because i feel like we are we don't share a lot of stuff with even the people we love yeah right we hide away from them but allowing allowing to share uh, stress and emotions or trouble with a stranger and that stranger catching that person up rather than dissecting or lecturing or giving advice is just an opportunity to listen Mm. and i think that's what i love about what we have at ralform is we actually have people who they catch each other or they support each other without asking you know and i love that i absolutely love strangers helping strangers without question
1: that's so beautiful and i even love that analogy catching Mm. catching each other yeah that's really beautiful And you're so right. And I've experienced this myself in terms of, you know, things not going right. You, you're holding all the emotions and it's not until you move that you can really let go a lot of that, of a lot of that stuff. Mm. Um, and it does make you feel better. It makes you feel lighter, Mm. but I guess most importantly, it also gives you the chance to get clear on what it is that you're thinking and how you could potentially approach. Mm. the situation so yeah movement and punching things in a safe
0: and yeah, let's monitored not, environment yeah, that's not that, that's not encouraged that violence part <laughs> yeah no if you see the studio they're they're punching bags they're not actual people <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're trained bit, professionals yeah. <laughs> yeah. we don't just go around punching people yeah
1: okay so i'd really like to know then what your definition Mm-hmm. Of success is. And we can take that in the context of health and fitness. But then I guess I'd love to know overall what your definition of That's success, success is.
0: That's a very big question. You realize that, mm, right? Yes.
1: Take, take your time.
0: <laughs> I'm just going I'll get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> to be continued. <laughs> yeah. No, I think success, what success means is, well, it's a tough one because it could be so many different things um success could be waking up in the morning right like getting out like actually taking a breath and being alive is success because how many people don't get that opportunity to wake up and do you know go about another day i guess success in the health and fitness content um again it could be basic stuff putting your sneakers on and actually committing to your walk your run your you know actually committing to yourself that you're actually going to do that's, that's success. Um, you know, I guess fitness and health is such a funny thing about your, the commitment is, or the success lies in committing to yourself as well as the journey that's ahead is not just the j- success is not one thing. I yeah. think success is the, the journey that gets you there. So every day is kind of like, you could make it a success story, mm-hmm. you know? So that's to me, one day or one particular thing is not it Mm -hmm. that's how i look at it yeah
1: i love that Mm. so it's so the success is the journey as well as the outcome correct yeah it's the whole shebang the whole
0: shebang (laughs) (laughs) and it's a bit like that like how you painted it which is perfect because that's i think that's another thing that need to needs to be said is the journey or the the road to success is never smooth. It's mm-hmm. never one straight Linear. line. If it mm-hmm. was, I think we, I think we'll be billionaires and we we'll would be doing not what we do now. Cause yeah. I think part of another thing is learning, right? Learning all the way along, learning from mistakes. I think people need to screw up more, screw up more. Yeah, I agree. That's a very good thing. To say. <laughs> stuff up more literally make mistakes learn from them i think you and i probably wouldn't be where we are now Mm or we wouldn't be having this conversation if if we didn't make mistakes Mm -hmm. and did not go hey that's not a mistake it's actually where i this is where my biggest lesson was yeah right people whether or not people that you've met or people that i've met who've put little rocks in your path and they kind of made them so almost impossible to move at some point potentially but then somehow you found that strength inside going, you know what, that ain't going to stop me from doing something different mm. or, Hey, thank you for that lesson because now you make me want more or you want me to push harder. You want me to lift that stupid rock out of the way mm. even harder yeah. to get to somewhere else and meet potentially people like yourselves where we have more like-minded people along the way mm. that are helping us. Cause I think surrounding yourself with people who are similar mindset who are who don't judge who don't who just support or who just there to almost give you another boost to go further right Mm. rather than the other way yeah so i do think mistakes are definitely or should definitely not be overlooked or you you should make mistakes yeah you should stuff up
1: yeah and i think you know you could say that that could also be something where um you know, you're taking the risk, but you're you're putting the trust in yourself and your capabilities and everything that you know mm-hmm. in order to move forward. And if the mistakes happen, then that's okay. That's too. okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I agree. And it's how you exactly like you said, how you learn from that mistake, what you take from it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you you thought of something then? I did, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I thought
1: there's so many gonna... tangents. Go, <laughs> for it. go on. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's so important and it's actually something that I still am, you know, managing to this day, mm. not looking back at whether you call them mistakes or whether you call them experiences that didn't go your way, however you want to say it. Um, yeah, it's, it can be scary to reflect back on oh, 100%. and mm. see where, you took a wrong turn or could have done something better because mm. that's also taking accountability mm. for yourself and for the decisions and the choices that you've made which mm. can be a really vulnerable and scary thing 100 because we don't all just want to go yep i made a mistake we all don't see don't, that as yeah, success no, yeah. yeah correct so owning up to that is um is super important and yeah Mistakes are worthy of your time as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I totally agree with you there.
1: There's this really cool, here's a tangent for you. There's <laughs> this really cool um video. I think I think it was Sama Hayek oh. who was talking about mistakes. And the way she said it was so awesome and she was so passionate. She was just like, own them, they're your mistakes. Be proud of it. Because you, It's
0: like any other ownership, just yes, take it, yeah, own exactly. it and wear it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah wear it she it's wouldn't don't to send let it anyone. In an accent. Oh, yeah, she... <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly, which
1: sounds way better than how I'm explaining it right now and I'm not about to try and put on the accent either. Come on. But,
0: yeah. Give it a go. <laughs> Come on, give it a go. Yeah, no, we've gone, gone on a different Lots tangent of tangents. Then,
1: yeah. What is something, if so person in Adelaide mm-hmm. right now, listening to this going Mm -hmm. "Mm, i think i might like to try this Mm -hmm. ruffle crazy lady yeah yeah um what
0: would you say to them uh have a shot at it really welcome come and try right what it'll better yet what do you got to lose Mm. nothing if anything i would empower i would say empower yourself to try something if you stuck if um If you feel like you don't belong, if you feel like you've gone to different places and you're just walking around the gym floor and pottering around and think you know what you're doing, but no one's, you don't actually know what you're doing and you're wasting time. Um, come and let me teach you, I guess, come and let me help you. Let me help you figure it out, whatever it is. Yeah. Amazing.
1: With the last question, Mm. I always like to – not always, actually, something new that I've tried. (laughs) I (laughs) I said always. always. (laughs) Um, I like the guest Mm -hmm. to ask a question Mm -hmm. of the listener because I think – You know, whilst I can come from my lens and my perspective Mm. of what's important to be shared, I also think that, you know, your experience through life and business and health and fitness is obviously way different to mine. So I like the guest to ask a question to the listener about, Mm. you know, something that you think is important to think about, maybe important to, um, you know, whether it's a habit that they try to adapt, but what question do you have to this listener who, um, has just heard your story? Mm. Um, and you know, what is, what's important for you? Do you think is important for them to be thinking about and asking themselves today?
0: Um, probably the biggest question I would ask them would be why not them or why, Why not you, if that makes sense, is probably the biggest question they should ask themselves. Why not? That just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. That's probably the biggest question, the only question really. Amazing. Why not? Why not you? Yeah. That's sensational.
1: Sandy this is the first time we've ever really met and like face to face and I feel like we're the same person
0: yeah it's crazy it's a bit weird huh other than the coffee part let's not share that one. and maybe we should have left that recording in the coffee part story I think oh
1: the coffee dramas we've had this yeah. morning oh they're not
0: dramas no just trying to What's figure out it's an interesting story <laughs> for next time yeah
1: thank yeah. you so much for joining me right, thank you that was Sandy Rao of Ralphorn Pilates. If you are in Adelaide or maybe you're not from Adelaide but you're travelling to Adelaide for a day or two or a week, head over to Ralphorn Pilates. There's going to be a class for you and there's going to be a time for you. I will make sure that all of those details are in the show notes so you can check out her incredible studio. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate a like, on YouTube and subscribe um, and also subscribing to the podcast on your favorite platform. All of this really helps to continue to get the the podcast out to those who are like-minded, like you, like me, who are really interested in human performance and exploring all the holistic approaches to what that could mean. So. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Have the best day, week, month and year. Stay awesome. We'll catch you next time.